Hello, and welcome to Stoner Chicks Podcast, the podcast for stoners by stoner chicks like me, Phoebe Richards. And me, Stephanie Thompson. And me, Kayla Deal. And me, 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 Grace Penzel. That's the four of us, and don't wear it out. (laughs) (laughs) You can wear me out. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, here we are at a new episode. It's a new week. We hope everyone's been smoking their weed and enjoying spring, spring weather. I have been smoking weed and enjoying spring and a lot of theremin videos. I kind of went back to the Mort Garson topic because we were preparing to release it. And I watched like probably at least an hour and a half of theremin content yesterday on YouTube. (laughs) I was really baked after work on Friday, just trying to totally zone out. And after I watched theremin content, I watched pipe organ content. And man, there's some crazy music shit going on out there. Maybe I should become a musicologist. What do they do? Let's find (laughs) out. By next episode, Grace will be a certified musicologist. <laughs> yeah. You do a segment just following your journey. Mm, take of- a fucking <laughs> master class on musicology. Ooh. And mm. mycology. Mushrooms, anyone? I was just <laughs> going to say mycology. Mm. <laughs> you should be a mycologist, <laughs> Stephanie. I don't like to eat mushrooms, but I... Oh, never mind. But I like <laughs> to do magic mushrooms, but I don't like cooking with mushrooms, if that makes sense. Sure. Yes. Yes. I like the flavor of mushrooms. I don't like the texture. Oh, interesting. So you're okay with like a maybe a reduced mushroom sauce? Mm -hmm. Or like a truffle a truffle extract? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, that was a tangent. Musicology. (laughs) Musicology by Prince. The song was a music video that would play on VH1 when I was getting ready for school as a kid. And it would like, Mm. it was the first time I realized, oh, you can use music to like get yourself in a good mood and ready for the day. Yeah. (laughs) I really love that song by Prince. It was like an early 2000s jam of his. Musicology. You heard it here first. (laughs) And speaking of media, we're going to be talking about a TV show today in Stoner Movie TV Book Club. Stoner Movie Book Club. So we are going to be discussing and watch the first four episodes of the sitcom on Netflix, Disjointed, starring Kathy Bates. And we've been talking loosely about doing this for a long time. Maybe like, like a year because several mm-hmm. listeners have suggested it. It's a female-led show about weed. And it's yeah. from 2017. So it's one of the most recent shows that's like entirely about weed. Yeah. And it's like classic sitcom style with is it a laugh track or a live audience. I should have looked this up. It's a laugh track. I think that they might have shot in front of a live audience. You think? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I, I, I think we got to be honest right up top, or I do. I hate the laugh track, man. I hate the laugh track. <laughs> I know. Absolutely. I didn't really mind it. You didn't mind it? Not, no, not while I was watching it. I don't know. Once I got used to it, I didn't mind it. But I remember me and Grace started watching episode one together a long time ago. And we were like, oh my God, we have to turn this off. We like, we were real baked and just couldn't handle, we weren't ready for the laugh track. Maybe it's because we've gotten so far away from the laugh track 
in comedies these days that it feels now weird. It can feel jarring. So I went into it with pretty low expectations because I feel like there was another Netflix show that was a sitcom that I watched an episode of. Wow. I don't even remember what it was. But yeah, the laugh track drove me crazy. For whatever reason, when I went into Disjointed, maybe I just had really low expectations. I pretty quickly was like, oh, I actually find most of these characters really endearing. And I found it nostalgic in kind of like the memories of the old sitcoms I used to enjoy. Just all the dumb stock characters that are running around and doing their thing. And I, I one of the episodes made me cry. Yeah. Oh, wow. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd say low expectations because when I first, like Kayla said, we were having a tough time with the watch. And I would have to say that the first 15 minutes of the first episode are just a real challenging time. But this show oddly has a 19% critic score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is very low. It, however, has an 88% audience score, which is an insane disparity. Love that. (laughs) But my guess as to what that means is that their audience, their target audience is stoners, and a lot of stoners happen to like it and disagree with a wider critical consensus. I agree with the audience there. So really quick, I think, let me stop it. Uh, I think we should say the what the plot of the sitcom is yeah. for the listeners. Do you want to do that, Phoebe? Yeah. The, so it's a sitcom that takes place in a pot store in LA that is owned by Kathy Bates. And she owns it, I guess, with her son, right? Yes. They own it together. Yep. Yeah. And so it's just like in classic sitcom style, there's a cast of like eight characters, employees and customers that all circulate this weed store. And there's a laugh track. So it has, it's like cheers. <laughs> it is. And they all represent different stereotypes within cannabis culture. Each character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kathy Bates represents like the OG cannabis prohibition activists of the 70s, mm-hmm. which is a really fun role to see her play. And her son, Travis, kind of represents like the up and coming like industry business type who are like, OK, how do we make this a profitable business and how do we help people? Mm-hmm. I'm curious about this show in a few different ways. I would like to share a pretty strong opinion I have up top, which has to do with the race commentary throughout the show. Yep. That is probably the biggest detractor for me is I just, I find it real strange the way they make race jokes. I don't think a lot of it is funny. I I feel like it slows the show down and doesn't really fit with the rest of the tone that much. Also, they really joke a lot about the central character, Ruth, played by Kathy Bates, and how she's a Jewish woman and that kind of Jewish mom who acts a certain way and has certain tendencies. And I think they play up sort of a Jewish mom stereotype. And Kathy Bates herself is not Jewish. So I am critical of any sort of casting like that. Mm where people who are outside of a marginalized identity are cast as such. So that made me feel a little uncomfy. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So there's a, which this is what made me look up, like who created and wrote this show? Because there's a character, there's an Asian character who almost every line she has, she references that she's Asian. And then there's also Kathy Bates's son is played by a black man. 
And there was enough black jokes that I was like, I really hope there's a black person on this writing team or else I'm going to feel pretty uncomfortable with these jokes. And I looked it up and it's two older Jewish men. One is in his 50s. One is in his 70s. Their names are David Haverbaum and Chuck Lorre. And then is it Jabberbaum? I don't know. But Chuck Lorre is like very famous in the scheme of comedy in general. I'm sure you're you're going to talk about that. Yeah, he's known as the king of sitcoms. He is behind Dharma and Greg, Two and a Half Men, The Big Bang Theory, Mike and Molly, Young Sheldon, The Kaminsky Method, and Be Positive. So he's like, he's made his whole career off of multicam sitcoms in front of live audiences. And then David Haverbaum, he is most known for his work on The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Okay. So two white guys wrote this show and created it. And so then I was like, okay, I'm pretty deeply uncomfortable with how much they comment on race. Also, there's a weird dynamic as it goes on of, and keep in mind, we're all white women on this podcast, but (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've had enough information shared with me, firsthand accounts from people that there's a strange thing about the sun being half white and other black characters act towards him like he's not black enough and then the mom keeps making commentaries one of the workers in the store olivia has a crush on the son and she's like once you go black you never go or like i can't remember what the rest of the phrase is yeah well she says yeah once you go half black you never go oh i don't know what to say next or whatever yeah Yeah, super weird weird stuff that she talks about with her son regarding race so that was strange. So I think now that we've addressed that, should we, shall we move on and talk about the rest, sort of? Yeah. I will say overall, I thought this show was really funny. And I did get the sense that it was created by people who actually have an understanding and appreciation of weed, which sometimes I don't feel that way. But in this case, I did. I also liked their depiction of my favorite character, who's the security guard, who's struggling Mm. with PTSD and Mm -hmm. they introduce cannabis to him as friends who are like, listen, PTSD has done great things for veterans. No. Experience. (laughs) You said PTSD has done great things for veterans. (laughs) Cannabis has done great things for people who are experiencing PTSD and soldiers and stuff like that. I thought that was a really touching part of the series. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's the episode that made me cry a bunch is when Carter, that's the security guard, like, yeah, has like a panic attack and locks himself in the office. And then he listens to Joni Mitchell Blue. (laughs) And then paired with these scenes of his PTSD experiences are something that happens a lot in the show. There's there's kind of a lot of creative Mm -hmm. ideas. One of them is that there's animated videos of like the PTSD flashbacks and different stuff like that. At one point, there's like, an intense like stop motion recreation of food having a battle in his refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when he first smokes weed, it's like a whole animated, like it's a really wild trippy like animation and like going through all of his like trauma and PTSD through animation. It's really cool. And one of the animations when we first get introduced to his PTSD, it's just he's looking at his security camera footage and it's all They all become cartoons of like traumatic things that have happened to him. And over it, there's like a beat poem about PTSD playing. And it's like really like it was it's kind of 
jarring because it's such a big contrast to the style of the show. Yeah. But it's beautifully depicted. I was like, wow, they have some good artists Mm -hmm. on this team working on this. They also have commercials within the show that are like fake commercials. One is, I think even the first one is cowboys sitting on horseback and then they're like old cowboys and then they start smoking like a four foot bong. Yeah. (laughs) That's pretty funny. And one of the cowboys falls off his horse. Yeah, I thought that was. <laughs> and there's the, what is it, Lay's? The potato the Lay, chip The potato one. chip one was my favorite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a lawyer commercial about not getting your munchies in time. <laughs> <laughs> they also show like YouTube videos that are like strain of the day, which reminded me of us a little bit. I know. It did. It, it totally did. <laughs> Dank and Dabby also reminded. Okay, so can... Can we talk about... We gotta talk about Dank and Dabby. <laughs> Wait, can I just really... Then we Okay, but pause, because then we have to go back to strain, the strain of the week, unless we're going to talk about that first, because I want to talk about both. Go ahead. Phoebe, you do what you do. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay, fine. Well, the strain of the week, that's what they call it, right? Yeah, they do YouTube videos of the shop. Yeah, I thought those were fun, but the one that really made me laugh was Eve's Bush. That was making me crack up. <laughs> really? I hate... Pretty hard. I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> Why didn't you like it? It's a strain that looks like pussy. I don't I don't know. It just I don't know. It didn't it didn't do it for me. I thought it was dumb. The one strain never touched by a man. I thought it was funny. We love pussy. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. and men have pussies mm-hmm. sometimes. But uh and then what what else were you gonna? Oh, that was all I wanted to say about the strain of the week. But then yes, I want to get into Okay. So there are two characters in this show, one played by Chris Redd, who is currently on SNL or was on SNL. I think still currently. Mm. And he's a stand-up comedian and just funny guy. And then Betsy Sidaro, who inspired me to do improv. When I first got on my improv team in college in 2012, a touring UCB group came to perform on our campus and we all got to go see them. And it was some person and then Mike Mitchell of the Doughboys podcast and various other films and comedies and Betsy Sidaro, who has been on a number of shows. And I listen to a lot of podcasts where where she's on it. They were so good at long form improv that I was like, I want to do this for the rest of my life. That's so funny you mentioned that, Grace, because on that same tour, they taught a workshop and Zach, my boyfriend, took it at Western Washington University. So he has really positive early memories of Betsy Sodaro and Mike Mitchell because of that. They did a workshop with them. Yeah. Mm. And so they play the two like stoners who shop at the dispensary. Yeah, they're so yeah, dank and dabby. And they they represent <laughs> like their name. They represent the internet stoner stereotype, which we fall under. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their introduction scene is just them like making out and like dry humping each other <laughs> in the weed store. And it's so funny because Betsy Sodaro was in the first improv show I saw when I moved to LA, and I was like, wow, I didn't know about her. She's so fucking funny. And this character, honestly, is very similar to her real-life personality. And she wears exactly what she wears in real life. And I, I, almost, I almost wonder if the costuming department was like, just bring your own clothes. <laughs> and I, don't you think that a lot of their stuff is improvised? 
because yes, the way yes. at least it's at least written through improv for sure. Yeah, they're just they're yeah. so fucking funny. What what was the Phoebe that line that they said? Oh, there are so many lines. Yeah, it's one where they're like going into at some point the son Kathy Bates' son asks them to wants to sponsor their YouTube channel because Dank and Dabby have a really successful YouTube channel, and so they he brings them to this office, which is just like the couch area of the <laughs> weed store, and so they walk in. And Dank's like, oh, this is your office? No walls. But then he's like, oh, but there's a floor, which is like a wall for your feet. (laughs) And then Dabby just thinks he's the most brilliant person on earth. So she's just like, this guy. I love it when you extrapolate. (laughs) Yeah, but then the line that I texted you guys yesterday is in that same meeting when the son is asking them, is like, we want to sponsor you. And when he says that, both Dink and Dabby look like confused and start to say something. And he like starts explaining what he's like, if you're wondering what a sponsorship is. And Dink is like, whoa, this motherfucker can see questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It made me laugh so hard. Yeah, they do. I agree, Grace. I think they largely carry the show. Yeah. At one point, Betsy DeSera was like, we have a safe word. It's Subway. And they have a video compilation that's like all the times they coughed really hard after smoking. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, the huge bong rips was making me think of me. (laughs) I was like, oh, I got some dabby in me. (laughs) I also really love the the guy from Humboldt who's one of the trimmers who's... Oh, he's cute. He's such a stoner. And he talks about like Humboldt stereotypes. This is what you were saying, Kayla. It's like they have so many specific stoner stereotypes that it must be at least somewhat consulted with actual stoners to write it. Yeah. Because at one point he's like, I grew up in Humboldt and we would bayonet dummies pretending they were DEA agents (laughs) raiding us. (laughs) I looked him up because I was like, he seems like an improviser to me. And all of his posts were of comedy shows in Melbourne, Australia. So I wonder if he's actually Australian. And if so, his, his American accent's perfect. But um, yeah, he's a comedian. And we have more to say about how we feel about this show. But first, we're going to take a smoke break. Welcome back from your smoke break, stoners. We are back. We've been discussing Disjointed. We were just gushing about Dank and Dabby. And I want to hear from y'all, like, what you... Overall, what did you think about the series? And what would you give it out of a 5 out of 5 bong rating? Stephanie, what about you? Hmm. Can I be 100% honest with you guys? Can you be 98%? Yeah, I'll leave 2% out. So I got home from... Portland yesterday night and I put it on and I fell asleep (laughs) two and a half episodes in. So I was trying to catch up this morning. And so I didn't finish all four episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. I think you've gotten enough to be able to give it a bong rating. But my I laughed quite a bit at some parts where I was like, this is genuinely funny. I did find that the stoner comedy in certain parts was was good. But the laugh track really still was getting to me and for some reason Kathy Bates just wasn't giving me what she usually gives me you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And mm-hmm. so I felt like she's the lead and I really identified more with everyone else but her character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm the only one, but let's get You're to not. the bong ratings. I would have to give it two and a half bongs for me. Excellent. Thank you, Steph. Yeah. Thanks, Steph. You're welcome. Phoebe, what about you? Well, I enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. I'd say I laughed and was happy the majority of the time. Probably the first episode was my least favorite. And then it was like surprisingly uphill from there. I also really liked we didn't mention the sort of Canamom character. Oh, yeah. Who's played by Nicole Sullivan. And oh, yeah, she's I love just Nicole sort of Sullivan. like a dorky mom that's in there smoking weed. And she she wears a, a hashtag. Shit, hold on. Hashtag stoner, right? Yeah, hashtag stoner hat. And at one point she's like, yeah, number sign stoner. And that <laughs> made me giggle. Again, a lot of these jokes are funny when delivered. They're not as funny when I'm saying them right now. <laughs> and she's uh, she's the one that played Molly from Mike and Molly, right? Mm-hmm. So she's like sitcom. I don't know sitcom, why I said, mm-hmm. I've never seen Sitcom legend. But yeah, it, Kathy Bates says to her in the first episode, like, don't worry, like weed is not going to make you an absentee mom. It's going to like, Mm-hmm. I don't know the exact quote, but it's going to make you appreciate your family in a different way. Yeah. And she does. And she kind of represents the like awesome Canamom journey of realizing like, oh, I can it's like she talks about being high at Disneyland with her husband and kids and they have an emergency and she's able to just lock in and like be there for them and like away and not panic like she normally would. And like it's really that that was yeah. a moment where I was like, OK, these writers understand how weed can help different types of people. Yeah, overall, that's my. That was what I was gonna say. I the I found it much funnier than I expected, and I did feel overall what it said about weed was pretty. Like I just liked that it. Yeah, it felt like it had a positive outlook. That it had moments for people. I don't know. They just did cool shit with that. My so anyway, sorry. My overall feeling is weirdly, I think it's a show where like the leads almost are the weakest part, and the bit characters. I mean, not bit. The other characters are always stronger. I think Kathy Bates has a few moments where it's like Kathy Bates is great and the character is really funny. But overall, I agree. I didn't really relate to her character. And the son has a few moments I like, but I also found him probably the other character hard to relate to. And then there's the like, as we briefly mentioned, his like love interest, female employee. And I found her pretty uninteresting. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. And I found the plot line of the mom really wanting them to have sex and get a grandchild just weird. Yeah. yeah, which I assume is like Grace was mentioning earlier, sort of like, I don't know. So a lot of that, that I didn't like, but the rest of the characters I thought were great. And like I said, I cried when Carter had his little breakdown. Yeah, so, Carter's the heart of the show, I yeah. think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and for, like I said, I think somehow the laugh track didn't get me. I just, the whole thing just became like comforting for me and sort of like put it on to feel good when I'm like in it right before bed while I'm like washing my face. That's a weird example. Maybe it's probably not a sit down and really like every week would have gotten excited to sit down and watch it. But it's nice. It kind of reminds me of like what I liked when I was young, except it's about weed. So anyway, I would say, hmm, I might go kind of high, but then also because of some of the things mentioned early on, there's also some, I got to dock it some because there is some weird race jokes. So I'm going to go 3.75. All right. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Grace? So when I had freshly finished watching the episodes, I was feeling pretty negatively about the show. I think it's really hard to get around the strange racial commentary. 
it's not just an occasional thing. They they really find a lot mm-hmm. of time to work it in there. And it, it feels unnatural and it makes me wonder, like, who is this show for? Mm-hmm. And if it's not for the people that they're including in those jokes, then what are we doing here? That said, I really liked a lot of the characters. Dank and Dabby, Carter, Jenny, the other trimmer who dropped out of medical school mm-hmm. to smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And then also we didn't mention Tyquan Douglas, yeah. um, <laughs> who is like the strip mall narc who <laughs> teaches Taekwondo and keeps coming in and being like, I know you're smirking derbs, like smoking dirt, <laughs> smoking dabs. And like, I'm just like, what? He's really funny. He's pretty funny. There's a running bit where Pete, one of the guys, he speaks in an Australian accent when he talks to the plants. Just like little details and bits of writing that I think are really great. Overall, I think the writing can be pretty clumsy in places. And especially Kathy Bates' character and her son, I think, really suck. I didn't. He's annoying and she's a bad person. It's just like, it's very strange. (laughs) (laughs) So... (laughs) Yeah, but I think there's a lot of good there. And I have found myself wondering, I wonder what happens with that storyline. So Mm -hmm. I might actually continue watching it. Same. All that said, for its strangeness and its complications, I'll go with Steph and do a 2.5. All right. And I don't think there's anything I haven't already said about the show. (laughs) Just going to reiterate Carter's the heart of at least the four episodes. Mm Mm-hmm. I really like some of the wacky risks they took, like the commercials and the... Anyway, I'm going to go, but I have a lot of problems with it. So I'm conflicted, but I also think I'm going to continue watching it. I'm going to give it a 3.5 out of 5 bong rips. There There you go. go. There we go. Well, (laughs) thanks for joining us for another round of Stoner Movie TV Book Club. Uh, I'm really excited for what's coming up next, though. It is time for Drumroll. Strain game. Strain game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Are you stoners ready for a rousing, rousing strain game? Fuck yeah. First up is Stephanie Thompson. Mm. All right. I'm going to read you something and you're going to have to guess if it is a weed strain or a obscure cartoon character. Ooh. Okay. Hit me. All right. First up, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Alien. Strain. Correct. <sighs> yes. Snicklefritz. Obscure character. No, that is oh, a weed strain. Shit. Snicklefritz. It's cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like a slang for like bad weed. Oh. Up next, Squeedly Spooge. Squeedly <laughs> <laughs> Spooge. I want to go with obscure character. Correct. (laughs) Jerry the belly button elf. (laughs) Jerry the belly button elf? Yes. Mm, I'm going to go against my gut and say strain. Incorrect. He's a cartoon character. (laughs) Shit. I love that you thought that was a strain. (laughs) Next is super boof. Super boof. (laughs) Obscure character. Incorrect. That is a weed strain. You boofed. I boofed. <laughs> okay. Stinky Whizzle Teats. 
<laughs> Stinky whizzle teats. Okay, I'm going to go obscure character. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Next, we have pumpkin puss. Pumpkin puss. Mm. Strain? Incorrect. Cartoon God. character, pumpkin puss. God Next up, it. we have Garfunkel. Obscure character? Incorrect. It is a weed strain. I am really bad at this. (laughs) Next is Stankosaurus. Oh, that's a strain. Correct. And finally, Tennessee Tuxedo. Strain. Incorrect. Cartoon (laughs) character. Tennessee Tuxedo. Was anyone tracking that? No. No, but I don't think I did well. (laughs) I don't think you did well either. I think I maybe got four. Okay. <laughs> Steph's at four. All right. You know me, my competitive side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Next is Phoebe's turn. Uh-huh. So if somebody could could keep track of Phoebe's points, that would okay. be great. Okay. All right, Phoebe, you have to guess if this is a weed strain or a sexual act. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. And if you want to know what the definitions of these sexual acts, I wrote them down. Okay. Okay. <laughs> First up, we have... Poop stomper. Poop stomper? Yes. Is that a sexual act or a weed strain? Weed strain? Correct. Poop stomper is a weed strain. Thank God. Next up, ex-wife. Strain. Correct. Next up, Mississippi birdbath. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Sex act. Correct. A Mississippi bird bath is when a Southern girl gets on her knees, you put Kool-Aid in her mouth, and then you dip your balls in <laughs> That is a Mississippi bird bath. Wow. I mean, it's somewhat wow. sweet. Yes. All right. Next up Whoa. is Kentucky tractor. Mm. Sex act. Correct. A Kentucky tractor is when you are taking it up the butt, and then you clench really hard and run away, dragging them behind you. <laughs> It's a Kentucky tractor. Great. (laughs) Next up, the nor'easter. Sex act. Incorrect. The nor'easter is a weed strain. Okay. Next up, charizarding. Oh, no. Sex act? Correct. Charizarding is where you light someone's pubes on fire. Uh, What? (laughs) Sorry. You put it out with your own jizz and say, you don't have enough badges to train me. Wow. Where did you find these sex acts, Kayla? (laughs) I don't remember. But I'm probably written by like 13-year-old boys. (laughs) That is the vibe I also get. Okay, next up is washing machine. Mm -hmm. Sex act. No. Incorrect. That is a weed strain. I knew that as soon as I said it. I've seen that (laughs) one before. Okay. The next is... Boston George. Sex act? Yes. And honestly, this one was so gross. I'm not oh, even going to say it. No, okay. don't tell me. No, we're not gonna. Boston George, you remain a mystery. You can look <laughs> it up at home if you really want, but it's fucking gross. Okay, next up is uh, sexual chocolate. Ooh, strain. Correct. That is a strain. That sounds yummy. I want that one. And last, we have Hot Richard. Ooh. Strain. Incorrect. A hot Richard is when the big spoon is someone with a penis and then the little spoon farts. A hot Richard. (laughs) Okay. Phoebe got seven out of ten correct. Good job, Phoebe. I've perhaps performed that last sexual act. (laughs) Very possible. 
<laughs> Seems pretty likely. All right, Grace, yours is a bit of a departure. Does, is this something that is slang for weed or is it just some hipster shit? Okay, someone track this. I'll track it. Okay, your grandmother's sweater. Wait, what's the pro- proposition yeah, well, it's, again? It's either something that is slang for weed or, oh, oh. or if it's just some hipster shit. Oh, okay. Okay. Your grandmother's sweater. Hipster shit. Correct. Left-hand cigarette. Weed terminology. Correct. Pabst Blue Ribbon. Some hipster shit. Correct. Knitting. Some hipster shit. Correct. Wow. Goofy boots. Weed. (laughs) Correct. Art supplies. Weed? Yes. Nice. Mustache tattoo. Just some hipster shit. (laughs) Yes. Having some tea. Uh, Weed. Correct. Having a salad. Some weed. Correct. Going to the thrift store. Just some hipster shit. Oh my God, Grace got 10 10 out of 10. 10 10 out of 10. (laughs) Bravo. I know weed and I know hipsters. Yeah. Well, thank you all very much. I forgot about mustache tattoos. How do you think all those people feel now? Mm. I hope good. Good. I hope everyone feels good. (laughs) Yeah. I do too. Hey, Steph, take us out in under a minute. Um, all right. So you. (laughs) I'm best at this. Thank you so much for listening. You can check out more stuff on our Patreon. Uh, It's patreon.com slash sonarchicks. If you want to go check out our website, it's stonerchickspodcast.com. And you can sign up for the newsletter there. You can find all our links to social medias. You can find a lot of information there. Order a shirt if you want. You can email us at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Send me your high thoughts. Send us any thoughts. Give us wrongsies, righties, whatever you need. You can mail us physical mail. P.O. Box 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. I will learn that someday. Someday. Uh, (laughs) And I think that is all she wrote. If you love the podcast, leave us a review at Spotify or at the Apple Podcasts. Five stars is what we're looking for. So (laughs) Um, (laughs) if you have any lower than that, maybe keep it to yourself. Do it something else. Do the dishes or something. I don't know. (laughs) I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening again. And one, you weren't talking to me. <laughs> no, I love you too. I love you all. <laughs> Kayla, what do stoner chicks always say? This guy sees questions. <laughs> Smoke your weed. Smoke your weed. <laughs> <laughs>